Whatever you do, folks, don't touch JR's Dippin' Dots. But according to Fat Mac, uh, do go see Sonic the Hedgehog in theaters now. Possibly. I'm, Possibly. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm not. I'm but he is just, saying it's Jim Carrey's greatest comedic performance of all time. I'm saying one of them. Yeah. I'm not going to go out and say whether this is. I think whether it's a good movie or bad movie is basically. I mean, it's always in in the beholder, the viewer, uh-huh. but this time more than most, because I think there's a lot of different ways you could judge it. Yeah, you can judge it as a comedy, you can judge it as a uh, video game movie, you can judge it as a cartoon adaption, you can judge it as an animated film, you could judge it at, however you want to. So that uh, I'm not gonna say one way or the other, but this is one of Jim Carrey's best comedic performances ever, I think. I, love I it. loved it so much, and my son, who was like... So does that mean you're able to rank Jim Carrey's comedic performances? Because that's something I don't think I could do. Because across I I the could... board, they're all amazing. I think I could do that. And they're all relatively the same, except for maybe Lloyd Christmas. I could do that. Um, I don't know who... Oh, Lloyd Christmas is Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. I just found out they made a sequel to that. And I'm not talking about the prequel. I'm talking about, did you know they made a sequel? Like yeah, a legit yeah, they sequel did. with yeah. uh, Jeff Daniels? And it Daniels wasn't very and... good. It was a lot of the same jokes. I mean, it was good, but it, was in, it wasn't what everybody was expecting. That's what I heard. I, I watched a review with three different people, and they all said the same thing. They're it's like, worth it's, a watch. It's good, yeah. and it probably would be, you know, probably feel better if you hadn't watched the first one, but nowhere near the first one. I was like, oh. Yeah. I've I mean, never no, heard I mean, of you have to, If you watch the first one, you appreciate the jokes more, I would assume. I would assume, because the only thing that I remember they said was that the uh, kid with the parakeet shows up in this one, and he yeah. has like a whole house of parakeets and stuff, and then they and then they give him a cat, and the cat kills all the parakeets. And I was like, that's an awesome callback. I like <laughs> yeah. that. No, the callbacks <laughs> that they did were very good. But I mean, even uh, like uh, uh, Liar, Liar, and Yes Man, same character, two different movies, like uh, Ace Ventura, similar, The Mask. Yeah. And but those, now Robotnik. I figure those are all in the same boat too. I see. This see, I feel like the mask is his own character a lot because I feel like the the mask himself, he plays as an old um, Hanna Barbera cartoon kind of, or an old um, not Looney Tunes, but um, like a, a, a Hank Avery sort of cartoon. And I feel like Stanley Epkiss he plays as a very mild mannered straight man, very similar to the liar liar before he's lying. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the mask one is kind of on his own, but I could. But a lot of the other ones, he, he does. He does a lot of very similar things, and he does them in this one. There's he is very much. He doesn't feel like Jim Carrey playing Doctor Robotnik, but he doesn't feel like <laughs> Doctor Robotnik played by Jim Carrey. He kind of feels like a fresh take on on either one. Yeah, very Jim Carrey-ish. My son well, was even saying, um, "I like I like this Doctor Robotnik who." Who's the actor, Dad? I was, like, I was like, Jim Carrey. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of that name. <laughs> well, it goes to show you how old we all are, especially yeah. Jim Carrey. Wow. Because <laughs> oh. then I sat and thought about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, other than maybe that Dumb and Dumber movie, which I don't know when it came he out. Was but he was in Kick-Ass, too, but he didn't even like in being it. in that. Yeah, and he didn't. He actually didn't look a lot like himself. No. He was in, um, he was in the... Um, Oh, what is it called? The um, not the banded the the one that that dystopian. He's really good in that dystopian. Oh, it's a dystopian future with about cannibalism. 
What? You wouldn't expect. I know you wouldn't expect that. What is? What is that called? Oh, the the. God damn it! It's the something, and it starts with a B. The. <laughs> the bad batch. There you go. The bad batch. Huh? It's about a. It's about a dystopian future where, um, in America, the people that society deems are unwanted or unnecessary get uh, banished to like southern, like southwest, southwest United States. Um, and there's no law other than what they make. And there's like a tribe of like super free flowing kind of hippie like types and the tribe of, um, cannibals that just survive off of living off eating other humans and stuff. And I mean, it, it begins with this guy like harvesting this woman's so um, legs and arms to and cook up. the people up. who eat the vegans <laughs> the circle of it's, life. It's intense, and Jim Carrey plays plays a really good role on there. He's almost unrecognizable, and he has no speaking parts, but he's a big part of the movie. Yes, and it's uh, I recommend the Bad Batch to anyone who hasn't I see seen it. it. I want to oh. see it. I've never even heard of it, and that's the crime. I, I think love, it's on. I, I think Jim it's Carrey. on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. I recommend it. Um, um, not Woody Harrelson. Who's the other one? Um, uh, Keanu Reeves is also in there oh. towards the end. Nice. He's the guy that runs like the hippie town. Makes a lot of sense. He's like the big like corrupt guru. You know what I mean? He's corrupt. He's bad, oh. but you know, he's like he's talking. And with the all the gal. heroin and painting, you'd think Jim Carrey would be the one running a hippie town, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that, towards the end of the movie, he's talking to the gal, and because she, she's like thinking about leaving, he's like. You have a toilet, and when you go to the bathroom, what happens? And she's like, uh, the shit leaves. Mm. And how do you think the shit leaves? Uh, the toilet takes it someplace. And how do you think the toilet takes it someplace? And she just looks at him. It's because of me. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> it's because of me. Uh. Wow, we went way off the path. Yes, we did. Hey, folks, welcome to Beef Sticks Jim Carrey Podcast. (laughs) I'm your host, James Carrey. And I'm Jimmy Carrey. (laughs) And to start things off, I do have to give a shout-out to the beer I'm drinking. We haven't done a lot of this lately, but I'm giving a shout-out. I'm having a nice Stella Artois Belgian beer, and shout-out to Stella Artois. For giving away free beer during Leap Day. If you go to your yes. liquor store and get a six-pack, a 12-pack, or a case, today only, and hit up their website and go to the uh, rebate section, send a picture of your receipt and the UPC, and they refund you 100% of the case, not including sales tax. Nice. So I'm going to enjoy my nice free Don't Stella Artois tonight. Cut. Of course. But you can't go wrong with free beer, especially a good Stella Artois. I like a Stella Artois. Yes. Miller Lite was doing the same thing also, but then they uh, canceled it because the brewing company that they were sending them all out of, one of the workers, like, murdered a co-worker there just, like, two days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm I'm surprised. When are you going to have that uh, Bud Light seltzer water? I don't think I'm going to do that, buddy. I mean, don't get me wrong. Post Malone digs it. A whole fucking... Too much. Too much. That is a fun commercial, though. This is going to be the next White Claw. 
Uh, it could be, but I like the commercial with the uh, whole um, what is it, the inside out? Yeah, the yep, knocking down the the racks in the store because he's yeah. being pulled either way. That's fun. You guys were ultra rich. We can buy both. I'm gonna <laughs> buy both. <laughs> That's a funny one. It is good. Uh, so is the Jason oh. Momoa Super Bowl commercial. That's another one of my tops right now. That was fun. My my favorite Super Bowl commercial gets like no love, and it was the one with the one insurance company. And you don't realize it's for that insurance company until they're done. But it's like they show all the other insurance mascots getting either like beat up or or murdered or like you know breaks out. And I, the, my favorite is the Limu Emu. The guy wakes up, his partner wakes up, and the Emu's head is in the bed, a la Godfather. And it's like. You know, Flo is getting screwed up, and the the Geico lizard and everything. I just I love it. And at the end, it's this one insurance company talking about how they're better than the rest. Nobody gives that any love, and it's like God, it's like the best. I I loved that one. I watched it like four or five times. I don't even know. I I think I've seen it, but I, it's hard to say. Yeah, there's quite a few. I I didn't watch the Super Bowls, so I I didn't get in on the ground floor. I just catch whatever leftovers are still. Well, fifty percent of the commercials had aired for like a month beforehand, anyways. Oh, they do that now. <laughs> but happy leap year to everyone! Yes, leap day, leap day to everyone. Leap day of a leap year. Let's uh, and, uh, jump around, jump up, jump up, and get down. We will, and I, you know what? For this week's this week in pro wrestling history, I tried to find a leap day, a really good leap day thing, and I could not find one. There were a couple like deaths or birthdays or something stupid, nothing fun, some in, in, not important stuff. But we have to say happy birthday to Ring of Honor, pasty, because Ring of Honor turned eighteen on February twenty third. Yeah, time to move out of your parents' house. Woo woo! Yes, back in 2002 in February, Ring of Honor was born. The very first show from the Murphy Recreation Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which now has been retroactively named the Era of Honor Begins, was kind of a, a born of necessity. See, the promotion was created in part from ECW going out of business, actually. It was founded by RF Video founder Rob Feinstein. RF Video filmed videos from lesser-known regional promotions, and they sold their tapes uh, through mail and then online. But when ECW went under, the cash cow for the company at the time, and CZW, Combat Zone Wrestling, refused to deal with Feinstein, he ended up having to make up for the loss of income, so naturally he just made his own promotion. <laughs> Sounds like recipe for disaster and failure. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> we maybe should. <laughs> Feinstein later ended up leaving Ring of Honor in disgrace in March 2004 after he was busted for allegedly <laughs> soliciting sex with a minor. The incident would abruptly end Ring of Honor's working relationship with TNA, which at the time was a big deal because TNA was a bigger name than Ring of Honor, even though they had started mm. uh, at the same time. Within a year, Kerry Silken would have full ownership of the company, and under Silken, the promotion got its first TV and pay-per-view deals. In May 2011, broadcast carrier Sinclair Broadcast Group would not only acquire the TV rights to Ring of Honor, but buy the whole company. 
Ring of Honor Pasty has had its ups and downs through the years. We can all agree to that. Oh, yeah. But it's considered one of the largest wrestling promotions in the United States and is on course to make it to two decades of honor and even more, I'm assuming. That's longer than most companies ever get. That's awesome. It really makes me feel old because I can still remember when Ring of Honor came through my high school gym. Like, <laughs> right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> and that was like a year or two after I got out of high school. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and now they're, they're almost two decades old. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, and basically, the, honor, the era of honor begins. The very first show that they put on, the very first card, it has a mixture of veterans at the time, wrestlers who are currently household names nowadays, and guys you'd never heard of and went nowhere, which you have to have them. And this right here was the lineup of that very first show. We've seen the Hit Squad, which was Mafia, who we know as Dan Moff, and Monster Mac, who defeated Chris, the Christopher Street Connection, Buff E and Mace Mendoza. Nobody yeah. named Christopher. No. <laughs> we also seen the Amazing Red defeat Jay Briscoe. There you go. I know those names both. I Xavier defeated Scoot Andrews. Scoot, Scoot. The Boogie Knights, which was Mike Torben and Danny Drake, defeated the Natural Born Sinners, consisted of Homicide and Boogaloo by DQ. Quiet Storm defeated the Amazing Red, Brian XL, Chris Devine, Jose Maximo and Joel Maximo in an ultimate aerial elimination match. Are all pinfalls and submissions only effective in midair? It's ultimate aerial, buddy, and it's elimination. <laughs> <laughs> um, of, of note, Mikey Whipwreck was the special referee for that. We've seen Prince Nana of the future embassy defeat Talboy. I did a little research into Talboy. I put a little research into a lot of these people because I didn't recognize a lot of the names. But I put some research into Talboy. Talboy literally was a former ring crew member of ECW. Who was like just a, you know like a, an he amateur a wrestler and yeah exactly. <laughs> he didn't That's know your too much, but uh, it's you know Vince McMahon has done more with less. So uh, we also seen Spanky, who a lot of you know as uh, Kendrick Brian Kendrick. Yes, and I cut. Ikeika, I think it is Loa, who Ica, Ica. I couldn't couldn't find anything Ica, on him. Ica, Ica I don't Loa. know. That sounds right. He's uh, related to uh, the Tongas or nothing, but he defeated Michael Shane, who is better known as Matt Bentley in TNA's X Division, and Oz. And no, we're not talking Kevin Nash retreading his <laughs> shitty WCW gimmick. Oz, just a guy named Oz. Then we had Super Crazy defeat Eddie Guerrero to win the IWA Intercontinental Championship. That had to be a badass match. Yeah. And main eventing. Was that before this is, Eddie went? No. What? Was that while he was in WWE? This would have been while he was in WWE. Crazy. Yep. Super crazy. Ha ha. And then the main event is just blows your mind. We've seen Loki, who is now main eventing MLW. Defeat Christopher Daniels, who is now main eventing AEW, and Brian Danielson, who is now main eventing WWE. So three main eventers, of three large competitors who are main eventing large companies right now, all of which you could argue are bigger than Ring of Honor. Uh, MLW is debatable, but definitely AEW and WWE. Yeah. Wow. Wow, That's wow, crazy. wow. Crazy, crazy, wow. crazy. 
super duper crazy. <laughs> so it's uh, a fun one. I, I have found a place to stream this. I can't say it here, obviously. Uh, but I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it, and I am so excited to sit down and watch this because... Uh, because you watch it on crap. Honor Club, folks. You could go on Honor Club. I don't know if it would be, but you'd hope it would be. You can look for it there. That's you what should he join was talking Honor about. Club. You should join Honor <laughs> Club, folks. It's a worthwhile investment. Uh, we don't got no token JRR this week, motherfuckers. He's too busy off token and eating some gall darn he did some, dogs. He did some pretty good token on Dynamite, though. <laughs> Uh, he likes that chocolate cake, you know. So, first off, partway through the show, and this has kind of been an ongoing thing since Dynamite kicked off, because Excalibur calls a suicide dive, Tope Suicida, and JR calls a suicide dive, a suicide dive. And he's like, what? The first time... And we all know it's just jumping through the rope. Come <laughs> right. on, guys. The first he time Excalibur called it a Tope Suicida, JR got all confused, like, what, what are you talking about? It's a suicide dive. Well, this has played out like the entire dynamite where where every time JR calls it a suicide dive and Excalibur calls it a tope suicida. This week, to, uh, Excalibur didn't say anything because I think he was distracted by something. And JR goes, Excalibur, is that a topeda el suicida? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. I love it. Uh, and then later, yeah, later in the show, it was like at the end of the show and everything, it was coming to a head. Uh, Dustin and and Hager wound up by the merch booth. And all JR said was, no, not the Dippin' Dots. And they didn't even get close to the Dippin' Dots. <laughs> he likes his Dippin' Dots by gum. He does. He does. <sighs> and that was a fun show pick to make this week. So it was just the way to go. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, you gotta love it. Yes. I love JR. He's, he's so much fun. And I love that his, like, his blunders are, like, starting to play out as, like, on purpose, even though we know they're not. But like, that's the way he's trying to make them seem on TV. And it's right. wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that's our JR. Yes. Such a good thing. Now let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of that. Whoa. WWE <laughs> Super Letdown 2, Saudi Arabia. Uh, nobody got trapped there this time as far as I know. No, I heard, in fact, it made all the news rounds <laughs> when they actually landed in the United States. That's how you know of what a huckery it is. <laughs> uh, I had this on. I didn't give it my full attention by any means. And as the longer the show went on, the less attention I gave it because it was not ideal. There was some stuff I did note, though. Uh, Starting off with the pre-show, I didn't watch it. Uh, Seeing the OC, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, defeating the Viking Raiders in a tag match. And then we kicked off the real show with the two-wake trophy gauntlet. In which The Undertaker, who wasn't even in the match, defeated AJ Styles. Uh, R-Truth got through Rowan and... No. I don't know. R-Truth made it a little ways. He was was very entertaining in the match. Um, Rowan, Lashley, Andrade were all kind of footnotes. AJ Styles was the dude. 
And uh, the, I think Gallows and Anderson jumped Rey Mysterio backstage. And so AJ's like, oh, by that, he's disqualified, which means I win the trophy. And then they're like, no, you have a challenger. A challenger approaches. And then um, Undertaker beat up Gallows and Anderson and came out and gave a choke slam and won a trophy and made a lot wow. of fucking money. <laughs> made a ton of money doing it. Just a ton. <laughs> they, um... This show really fucked over the 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 up and comers, hardcore for some old ass trash. <laughs> I love them, and I'm hoping Mania is gonna make all the difference. I'm hoping all the old ass <laughs> trash lays the fuck down. Um, <laughs> but we're not expecting it. No, we're hoping no, it's we're WrestleMania, and it's Vince McMahon, and apparently the XFL isn't garnering his attention the way we were hoping it would. We were hoping it would distract him. But our truth was good. Uh, that man, he deserves so much more than what he could possibly get. I would love for him to have a Kofi Kingston type of run. He's a he's a former NWA world champion. Yes. You know, a former NWA world champion. And yet... This is what he gets. And, and don't get and me he's wrong. He's probably he the gets... funniest guy on the roster. He's a, 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 a accomplished musician now. He hasn't always been. He's always been a musician. Right. But he hasn't been good until like the last Hasn't two, always three been years. accomplished. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he's he he makes good money and he, pro- he probably enjoys the fact that, well, now that they got the 24-7 title, I guess not. I was going to say that he doesn't have to travel as much, but now he is. Yeah. But, you know, he's got to make decent money not having to wrestle more than, I don't know, five minutes tops ever. I guess it's not horrible. It's better than what you and I are doing, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> but he does, deserve, he does deserve so much. Yeah. At least a lengthy, like, IC or U.S. Yeah, title. Yeah, give him an IC sure. title or U.S. title run. I'll be happy as hell. Uh, Do it. Then we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. New Day defending their gold against Miz and Morrison and failing to do so as we crown new champions and give Fat Mac a much-needed point. I'm happy for this, though. Not only because I got the point, but I, I like the Miz and Morrison duo. I love John Morrison getting some attention. Uh-huh. They um, don't like the New Day Rocks chant, and so Miz came up with a new chant, and it's, Hey, hey, ho, ho, Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho, oh my gosh. Miz and Morrison. And he actually gets people to chant it. It's wow. So <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> so awkward. Uh, but they're really good together. And Morrison is so good. And, and he makes the Miz look even better because they do the teamwork. And it just. It's... Right. Well, and, and Miz has all of the charisma in the world. And Morrison has all the talent in the world. And to top that up, it just came out last night on SmackDown that Miz and Morrison will be defending their tag team titles at Elimination Chamber, in Elimination Elimination Chamber, Chamber. against the New Day, the Usos, Heavy Machinery, and... Another team. Another team, yes. And that's going to be fun. Dude, New Day, Usos, Hell in a Cell was amazing. New Day Usos, Miz and Morrison in Elimination Chamber is going to be so much fun. I just wish Xavier could be there. Right. 
That is a shame. Yes. Uh, then we had Angel Garza defeating Humberto Carrillo in a match for no reason. And it was too short, and these guys are really talented. And, right. And they called them cousins, so now they're going to be tidally locked forever, which is probably a bad move since they're already locked by race because it's WWE. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, now they're, they're, um, um, uh, uh, the port of the, the shining stars. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. The shining stars. <laughs> as um, soon as you connect them by blood, it's primo, that's, primo and epico. Primo and epico. That's what they're going to be going forward. Uh, raw tag team championships. And to be fair, they, oh. to be fair, they are legit cousins. So it's not something they're yes. just doing for, uh, for, for the fun of it. You know, but they haven't said Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas are brothers. You know what I mean? Right. You know the situations when you should do that, and you know the situations when you shouldn't. And I think this is one where you shouldn't. I think I think WWE isn't trying to be creative with them, so they just grabbed something that's there. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, that's what I would say. Uh, then we have the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, Seth Rollins and Murphy, don't call him buddy because he's not your buddy. Defeating the Street Profits, and this was this was good. I don't know. I love the Street Profits. They looked really good in this match. Um, unfortunately, Rollins and Murphy gave you another point. Damn it, Murphy! What's wrong with you? I guess he is my buddy, <laughs> but he's not your guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we saw the obligatory Mansoor match, seeing him defeating Dolph Ziggler. In a match that belonged in the sewer. I think he got booed by his own people, though. This is where the show started getting really weird. Like, they were were pretty good. They even did the Miz and Morrison chant, you know? Like, they were good up until this match, and I caught booing of Mansoor, which is weird. Because he only fights in Saudi Arabia. I want him in America. I would like him on weekly television. He might help out. He'll probably flounder, but... Let's be honest, but I mean, but poor talent is poor talent. No matter whether you're the hometown guy or not, if you suck, you suck. I don't think he sucks. And he's definitely not. Uh, he's definitely not Ricochet. He's definitely not Brock Lesnar. He's definitely not. He's Mansoor. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good name. <laughs> no. Man sewage. <laughs> Uh, Then we have the WWE Championship, Brock Lesnar defeating Ricochet in a minute 30 seconds. Wow, nobody's seen that coming. And that's all I'm going to say about that, because there's nothing to highlight in this match. (laughs) Roman Reigns defeated King Corbin in a cage match. How was this? It was was good from what I saw, but I was only halfway paying attention, because I didn't expect much from it. But from what I did pay attention to, I was more impressed than I had expected to be. And and apparently now this is the last chapter because Roman Reigns challenged Goldberg for something that we'll talk <laughs> yep. about momentarily. And fucking God, I hate it. <laughs> then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship. Seeing Bailey defending her title against Naomi in the second ever women's match in Saudi Arabia, where both women were showered with booze That's almost what I was the entire bring up. time. 
I read that that it was loud boos from the whole um, mostly male audience. Uh-huh. They kept putting cameras on like children who were cheering, but all you could hear was boos. Yeah, that's sad and kind of shows you. Even if you can bring, you know, it must have really like pissed this. them off last time where they've like organized a group of men. <laughs> It's a stupid old saying, but, you know, it's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You can allow them to have women women athletes uh, perform in their country, but they can still shit on it, you mm. know? Even if it's quality. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think it was fair that they were booing. It was not a bad match. Um... That was it was really bad. And then uh we had the Universal Championship match. Uh Goldberg defeated the Fiend and took his belt away. So was he the Fiend on this one? He was he the was, Fiend. Right? He so was this the is fiend. the Fiend's first loss, correct? Yes, but I believe the storyline behind it is Bray Wyatt never fought Goldberg. So the Fiend is out to get revenge against the people who always wronged Bray Wyatt in the first place. So According to the fiend, like he he was a sacrifice, but he got what he wanted in the fact that now he's going to face John Cena at WrestleMania, and John Cena has wronged Bray Wyatt. When Bray Wyatt had the championship, John Cena made a bitch out of him. John Cena should have been target number one, and I'm excited for where that's going. Yeah, it that's sucks kind of that the title's not thread. on the line because that would have made it. You know, Cena. If he wins, then he beats Flair's record. If he loses, then you know the fiend gets redemption. It's a pretty loose thread, and it's just another example of how they kind of tarnish their championships. Yeah. Well, you know, since Goldberg, since I've never fought Goldberg before, I didn't really try to defend the championship because yeah, I all he did him was like win. two mandible like, claws. He took a couple spears and kicked out. Did a couple mandible claws. Uh, Goldberg kept getting out of those though, and then Goldberg put him for the jackhammer, and I'm like, shit, yeah, this is where it's going to be. What we were talking about, where uh, yeah. Fiend hits. The, the mandible claw, the claw on Goldberg and then falls and upside crab. down. Yep. Yeah. And that didn't happen. It was just a three count. Now, I will say, though, as much as I'm not happy to see Goldberg win the championship no. again, I'm not happy to see Wyatt lose. If we're going into story mode and we're going into long term, Goldberg, it makes sense for Goldberg to beat Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt or The Fiend because he was a strong champion and you're not going to have – you know, you're not going to have Seth Any Rollins normal beat one. Up. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. have... It would take, like, you know, Brock Lesnar, probably. Yeah, it'd take a Brock... You want it to be a Lesnar, a Goldberg sort of guy. And uh, as you mentioned, um, Roman Reigns challenged Goldberg. So we're, what, 97% sure Roman Reigns is winning the title at Mania? Yeah, yeah. And it's I'd rather... Way. And they both got booed on SmackDown anyway. <laughs> like, I'd rather Roman Reigns... Fa- win the title from Dude, Goldberg. Roman Reigns Goldberg is going to be a good ass match. It's going to be short, but it's, it's going to be good. Spear versus Spear, you know. Yeah. I and wish it was Goldberg, Goldberg Edge and Reigns, but I'll take yeah. I'll take Edge Orton. That's fine too. And then um Yeah, I don't know. The whole John Cena thing from what I read, I didn't watch it. I don't know if you watched it. I did. I was disappointed. So, it's basically just John Cena came out and said WrestleMania. I don't need to wrestle. I've done all my things. I'll let everybody wrestle. I'm. It's uh, yeah. I don't want to step on the toes. I don't have to do it. And then as he left, Bray Wyatt came up behind him and like you said, he challenged him because he won. I say he says, 
well, you know, I just uh, I want to I want to fight. Yeah, he I just pointed at the fight. WrestleMania sign and stood there. Yeah, and then Cena like, like tipped his hat at him and walked out, and was like, "Huh?" Uh, but I get it. I, I I do get it because Cena was the one who fucked the fiend over the most, and then Cena's also hustle, loyalty, respect, and so maybe it's a head game for the fiend to come out and be respectful. I get it, but I think it dilutes it by having Cena come out and say, I don't have to wrestle at WrestleMania. It isn't important to me. It isn't a big deal anymore. Yeah. And then you say, then you, then you have Bray Wyatt again. It's, it's the universal championship all over again. It's like, Mm. Oh, well, Bray Wyatt's in a match, but it isn't even important to see. Yeah. So even if he wins, Cena has nothing on the line. He just said he didn't even want a match, man. If that championship was in the fray, that would be be the best possible outcome. I would, I would like that. Yeah. But yeah. I do admit, I, although I think Goldberg reigns would be better without the champion, or would be just as good without the championship, you don't need the gold on the line in that match. So I don't know that you could even. Well, you kind of do just because they're both faces. So how would you, and now, would you bring so that story? So what, there's going to be there's gonna be the tag team elimination chamber match because now no men, all the men for WrestleMania are already decided. So there's yeah, a tag team, a- and then there's going to be a women's? I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess. They said that there's. They said that they've they've like two people are already uh, called out for the women's. I think on SmackDown, they determined two for the women's. Which is fair. I think the tag team is going to be good, and at least they're both going to be very different. If it's a singles women's elimination chamber and a tag team men's elimination, it, yep. it'll be fresh. Like we said with, uh, I don't remember if it was Hell in a Cell or which, I don't remember what we were talking about. One of them gimmick ones. It's like, if you can at least make them the two very different, it helps. Mm. It still sucks any gimmick match having two of the same on a pay-per-view. Yeah. It's rarely ever good. But if you can at least make them very different, that helps. I just want this to be the last year that the top guys in the company fight a bunch of old guys at WrestleMania. Because we're going to have Styles, Undertaker. We're going to have... The Fiend, John Cena, I guess John Cena's not that old, but he's clearly not a wrestler anymore. He's not young. He's like 45. Yeah. That's not Goldberg Reigns. Uh, uh, Orton and Edge taking up a slot on WrestleMania when there's already that many old dudes on the card is now seeming a little bit redundant. We always talk about that, but to be fair, it's always been like that from the beginning of WrestleMania throughout the entirety of of WrestleMania. Now, I'm not going to say that every single WrestleMania has always had old guys at the I top prefer the when card. it's just one old guy. That's but that's where I'm sitting. Few. Yeah. <clears throat> the, I guess the other the other thing is Oh, and Hulk, Hulk Hogan still says he's going to be having a match at WrestleMania. Uh, the other thing is geriatric mania. We we always say that we have the final say in what happens and we kind of do. Every time that Goldberg and and Brock Lesnar are on top every time that they throw Undertaker on a card it gets more views than it does when it is just the young yep. guy. So for as much as Over we say two. that, and until we fucking back it up, they're going to keep doing it. We're yeah, the Smackdown ones that are making its biggest it. ratings of the year for, for Cena and Goldberg. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, why? So it's us. It's not, it's, it is Vince. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's also us. Every time, you know, if we, if we main evented WrestleMania, it's with us, Ricochet and Morrison. If it was Ricochet versus John Morrison main eventing WrestleMania, I'd love it. I'd watch it. I'd pay money for it. Hell, I'd maybe even buy the pay-per-view just to show them I'm going to pay extra money for it. But it'd be me and three people. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all in all, I'm salty about the results of this, and I'm going to give it like a, 
a D just because I'm salty about it and it was a Saudi show and your rating's not here to give any sway to it. Oh, I'd give it a, I, I give it an incomplete. I give all of these incompletes, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either going to sink their grade or we'll just give it your grade. So let's just give it your grade. D. Yeah. Although I see where they're paving the road towards WrestleMania and I kind of like the card that's building out resentfully. Uh, well, that also, and I, I can't say I disagree with you, but man, just every time I read these quote-unquote dirt sheets, and who knows how reliable half their stuff is, but mm. all of these leaked WrestleMania matches almost every week or even multiple times a week, they're like, oh, changes made to WrestleMania. Oh, changes well, made to WrestleMania. They say WWE is trying really hard no. to screw the dirt sheets this year going into Mania, so there's no spoilers ahead of time, although everything's playing out the same way everybody had kind of predicted, except for the championship well, I think, changed. I just think they don't know. Yeah. I mean, they say that so often that, oh, we're just trying to keep them on their toes or we feed them right. false information. That's why Vince is rewriting the shows. But yeah, then whenever you hear people that work, that literally work there, they're saying, no, it gets changed daily, if not uh, hourly. So yeah, I don't, you never know. Uh, I imagine working in WWE headquarters is a lot like working in the White House. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any difference. I think it's a mirror. I think you could step through a mirror from one place and be in the other place. Uh. So, yeah, that was Super well, Saudi that... Letdown again. Yeah. Always is a letdown. Always is. What's not a no, letdown, though? I want to talk quick because it's not in anything else, and I just want to inject. Inject. But a little while ago, I had brought up to you about doing something like D&D related just as a joke because it gets YouTube or, or podcast hits like crazy and now yep. wrestle talk has got their parts fun known channel that's starting up and that's why uh uh, uh what's his face adam blampied is there in the first place and they're gonna start playing a D wrestling game tomorrow and i am so excited and pissed off we didn't do it first because i brought it up a long time ago and we could have beat him to the punch yeah but you need people that <laughs> know D D, care about D D. yeah I, I understand I the mechanics of, of it. I've never sat down and played a game. <laughs> exactly. I understand it enough, and I got enough wrestling knowledge. I could hash out a good storyline. I mean, I've watched a lot of D&D-themed episodes of TV shows, but mm. if you're not like a 10-year D&D veteran, it's, yes. they're going to all of the but fans. But if, you, if you're nerdy and you're into wrestling well. and you're listening to Beef Sticks Podcast and you haven't heard about it yet, check it out tomorrow. Check it starts out. airing on YouTube on Parts Fun Known. It's called No Roads Barred. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing. And talking about no rolls barred, that brings us to the Savage Sentinel that does not bar any rolls. And uh, just to uh, emphasize I got a, I got that, a Bismarck right now, actually. Hmm. It's not barred. <laughs> First on the docket, MMA Junkie reported that the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulations overturned the submission win by Tito Ortiz over Alberto El Patron from this past December. As we uh, mentioned here on the show, Ortiz uh, – actually, I think we just mentioned it last week. Yeah, because, yeah. Because of the uh, – because of uh, – I don't know why. Oh, because of Ortiz training in WWE. That's right. Yes. Ortiz scored the victory in the main event of Combat Americas in Hidalgo, Texas. They have done the same thing in the past, changing the 2013 win by Jessica I to a no contest as it was later revealed that I tested positive for marijuana. 
In an email to MMA Fighting on Tuesday, Telemanga of the TDLR said, quote, the results of the fight were changed pending further investigation, unquote, but that they could not offer more information at the time. Well, since we're recording a day late, we actually got in on the, uh, the action because on Friday there was an update from TDLR stating, quote, a urine sample provided by Jacob Tito Ortiz, Jacob Tito Christopher Ortiz, on December 7th, 2019, at the Combat Americas MMA event, showed a potentially disqualifying substance that Ortiz claimed was prescribed by a physician. Pending the outcome of the TDLR inquiry into whether the substance was indeed prescribed by a physician, TDLR marked the fight results as no contest. TDLR confirmed with the physician that the item was prescribed to Ortiz. TDLR has reinstated Ortiz's victory in the December 7th bout. There you go. He still is victorious over uh, El Patron. Even still, they didn't do that shit to Brock Lesnar. Racist. I know it's a different company, but it's still the same organization. Yeah, they did. They took away his win. He did doesn't they? have it. Yeah, I thought, he I thought they win. just banned him. No, he, he, it became a no and contest. And him. Okay. Yep, they did okay. the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And at but, the same time, that, I don't believe that was in Texas, so it would have been a completely different company. So yeah. it would have been blah, 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 blah. Right. But yeah. 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 Well, the Steiner brothers Steinerized in Florida Friday night. Dory Funk Jr. hosted his Bang TV Network show at the Bellevue High School in Bellevue, Florida. And the former NWA world champ tagged with two other Hall of Famers in Rick and Scott Steiner as they defeated three of Funk's students. I hope, the Steiners, I hope that the Steiners didn't bring any Sharpies with them. First, yeah. they crippled their minds with Steiner math. <laughs> And then they crippled their bodies. Can I just be the first to say that I would not take my kids to a show at a high school called Bang TV? (laughs) (laughs) Just just throwing that out there. That's me personally, not judging. Yeah. (laughs) Gonna go check out his Throw that flyer straight in the garbage. (laughs) You are not going to Bang TV. Uh, Somebody else who's not going to Bang PWInsider.com reports that the revival applied to trademark the following terms on the 22nd of this month. Those terms being, quote, top guys, quote, say yeah, and quote, no flips, just fists. Then, what makes the story even more interesting, Casey, just two days after those were filed, WWE filed for trademarks on the 24th, for the term The Mechanics, which was the original tag team name for Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson in 2014 NXT before they became The Revival. I don't think they'll be going after that name, though. And, um, <laughs> you know? Well, you never know, because WWE does own The Revival. So when they yeah. leave WWE, if WWE didn't own The Mechanics, they could use it, and it has been advertised Couldn't they just be WWE. Dash and Dawson? Like that's the cop. That's what I would try to. I guess they. Probably, uh, well, no, they probably can't be that too, either. Huh? But um, you know, if WWE has promoted the mechanics in the past, like they have, it has value. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but um, WWE also also trademarked no flips, just fists. The same exact trademark that uh, the revival is applying for. The assholes. So the Revival's trademark would seem to indicate that they are planning for a post-WWE future, 
and WWE filing the trademarks would appear to potentially block them from using the mechanics team name and the no flips, just fists phrase. Next week if on SmackDown, when leave the Heavy Machinery is going to be rebranded as the Mechanics, the and mechanics. their new slogan is going to be No Flips, Just Fists. <laughs> exactly. Tucky! Come on, Tucky! <laughs> yeah. You have to assume that maybe Heavy Machinery came from... Oh, Ziggler men. and Rude were the other tag team in the Elimination Chamber, so it's going to be fun. Fun, fun times. Yes, fun, fun, fun. I think somebody else is having fun, Pasty. Yeah, Rob Van Dam. We all know he's a fan of marijuana, and he has been an advocate for the legalization of weed for a very long time. All that hard work, though, is soon to pay off. One fan tweeted RVD about dropping his own strain of marijuana. The whole effing show was quick to announce that his strain is coming, and sooner than some might think. 420 in Denver is happening. The date and location for the perfect are perfect for Rob Van Dam to announce his emergence into the marijuana world with his own strain. I'm hoping it's called the the whole F and grow. That is just yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Good for him. It's good. Good for him for going out there doing are something. Are him and Valvinus gonna go in business together? That's the question. Or are they gonna be competitors? I mean Rob Van Dam's already taken over Val Venus's gimmick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. He's out there making love. Well, I mean, technically, Val Venus took Rob Van Dam's gimmick first with the weed thing, right? That is true. They're just it's tip <laughs> for tat. Eye for an eye, baby. These guys are these guys have completely swapped. Who's who? I just don't know. They're just gonna merge into one human. What if it just, what if it was like, what if like Freaky Friday is real and it happened and we just didn't hear about it? Is Matt Riddle their love child? That could be. <laughs> could be. He's a bro, bro. Uh... Well, somebody who is, uh, Matt Riddle is definitely not going to be an impact main eventing this Tuesday, Pasty, because this Tuesday, history will be made when the Impact World Heavyweight Championship is defended by Tessa Blanchard against Taya Valkyrie in the main wow. event of Impact on Axis. Swing. Yes, folks. The significance of this is that this is the very first time. This isn't one of those WWE for the first time ever when it's happened seven <laughs> times or whatever. No, legitimately, this is the first time ever that a major world championship is on the line between two female wrestlers in a promotion that isn't female only. So that's that's kind of huge. Talk about the the female empowerment movement and all of that. Impact was always a, the front runner of that. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, as far as an intergender brand, you can definitely say uh, Shimmer, Stardom, Shine, uh, Women's um, Women Uncensored, all of that. Uh, obviously, they were promoting women's wrestling forever, but those are female only brands. This brand is who have showcased men uh, their whole existence really has stepped up for decades as showing that women are just as important as the men on the show. It's awesome. It's awesome. This is going to be a good match. I'm excited for it. I'd watch it. I'd watch it for the, uh, knockout. I'd watch it for just to watch it in a regular yeah. match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This could easily, um, headline a pay-per-view, but it's cool. It's cool. Uh, I like this. I'm excited for it. Good for them. 
I love Taya Valkyrie, but I think Tessa, she fought hard to win it from Taya, and I think, uh, or not to win it from Taya, I'm sorry. She fought hard to win it, and Taya recently lost her title that I really don't want to see Taya beat Tessa for it. I think that would really make Tessa look weak. Although, can, can I, I see Taya fight Sammy Callahan? Uh, that, I would have fun with that. That would that be, good would be a good match. That would be awesome. Very good. Very, very good. Very good. I guess it's time for coming and going. And so we will begin the trend. On Wednesday, it was announced Lance Archer has signed a multi-year contract with All Elite Wrestling. It's believed that former WWE, TNA, and New Japan... The New Jew? (laughs) Yeah, Goldberg. (laughs) The New Japan Pro Wrestling star will make his debut on next week's show. (laughs) Woo. Oh, good for Lance Archer. That's, uh... You know, he just... he seems to always have work. He's not, I'm not a big fan of his. He's, I think he's a, a solid, but mediocre talent. I think he's somebody that's just always going to be there and he deserves the spot he's at, but, um, but not everybody can always be main eventers and you can't have only main eventers in your promotion. And there's a lot of young guys in, 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 uh, all elite wrestling right now that probably don't deserve the mid card spots they have and need to be able to move a little bit. And I think that, um, they, a lot of the young guys there could learn from Lance Archer because he's been around forever, forever. He's been around for almost 20 years. Um, he was in TNA damn near at the very beginning, I know. And uh, he's like we said, he's been everywhere from New Japan, TNA, WWE. Um, he was a, um, I believe, and I'm just I'm thinking here, and I'll have to maybe look it up to double check, but I think he was IWGP US champion for a while, which is no uh was nothing to shake. The 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 United States Championship, you know, which is new, but uh definitely has prestige to it. I think. Yeah. I could be making that up. That I think I think he's up. even even as not a in ring talent would be good for the company just for the wealth of knowledge and the the experience he has in professional wrestling. You know what I mean? Right. Any backstage role. I would uh, agree. Somebody who's had a hard time backstage though, pasty. Woo. It's been a rough <laughs> backstage for this feller. God, man. Injury uh, after injury derailing his career. I would do drugs too. <laughs> so WWE not Sunday. Hey, <laughs> Stepping okay. on my lines. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't realize I read the last one. You talked so long after that. <laughs> um, on Tuesday, WWE had announced that they suspended Samoa Joe for 30 days due to his first violation of the WWE wellness policy, effective February 24th. It was reported earlier this month by WrestleVotes that more WWE wellness policy suspensions would be coming, and they strongly indicated that Joe was possibly being suspended. But then it was um, reported by PW Insider that WWE sources Vuk, uh, Vukurf, what is it? They very vehemently denied it. I don't know. Vocaferiously? Yeah, it's a word I don't know. Anyways, they, they denied it. Let's just say they denied it. I'm, I took that from PW Insider's report. <laughs> so that's their word, not mine. Anyways, they denied that Joe was being suspended. Which, 
it wasn't exactly a lie as he was still technically working at the time and hadn't officially been suspended yet. Kind of a gray area. You know how WWE is. Yeah. But it would appear that WWE already knew of the suspension in early February, although it was noted on Wrestling Observer Radio that the creative team in WWE didn't find out about the suspension until it was announced on the website when the rest of us did. Um, Not that that would affect them much as he's been out with an injury. So there's been a lot of speculation about what it may or may not be. Yeah, what would he do? What would he... Do you think it's Coke? Well, I know that there have been rumors in the past, and now, of course, after this, they've surfaced about Joe doing... uh, Being a a pot smoker, smoking his pot. Yeah, but you don't get suspended for that anymore. See, people say that. And people no, say that's that, what and that's in WWE's wellness policy. We've looked it up no, on the no, show. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. See, that's now you're talking like Dave Meltzer and just saying things because you want to say them. No, we've the looked truth it up on the, the show. matter is, no. Oh my gosh, I'm just... this guy. <laughs> so yes, in their wellness policy, it states if you get tested for drugs and you fail for marijuana, it's like a five hundred or two hundred dollar fine or something like that. Two thousand. That is true. Actually. So that is true. Not denying that, but saying that you can't get suspended for smoking weed is wrong because, as we reported a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, Joe was doing a commercial for WWE and got injured in a bad spot doing the commercial. Now, if you are injured I suppose outside on the of the wrestling ring and you get tested and find out that you were on a substance while you were doing that – you would definitely get suspended. That's an insurance thing. That is nothing. So it could be marijuana. I'm not even claiming it is. I just want to go out there because there's a lot of people saying what you were saying, Pace, that, well, you can't suspend him because he's smoking weed. Yeah, you can. You 100% can if he was injured on the job. Because of it, yeah. Yeah, so it, it could be that. I don't think that it's that. My guess is it's probably a prescription that he didn't get to them in time like so many others do. Or it could be anything. You know, I mean, who knows? He's a guy who's been wrestling for a long time. Even pain pills that were not prescribed to him could get fucked up, right? Exactly. So, you know, if he's even, even if he's not getting a high off them, if he's taking pain pain pills. And he's been injured left and right. So, yeah, pain pills would just make sense, right? (laughs) Horribly injured. Breaking the thumb, two concussions. The man's just, the man is never getting another push in WWE. I can almost guarantee you at this point, which is super sad. Yeah, he should he should just take the announcer job. AEW the company. Yeah, but he wants the money WWE offers. He does. And AEW he's not getting would pay him well either. though. I think he'd yeah. make decent pay at AEW. He's not getting younger. So there you go, poor Joe. He's uh he's gonna God, let's see, a hardcore match March, with Samoa well, Joe and John Moxley on AEW would be so nice. That'd be badass. So he could theoretically be back in time for WrestleMania. That's if he's medically cleared to return by WrestleMania. There's still yeah. that looming overhead too. So I mean, wish suspending him, him, even if it's not a real suspension and they just said it was, or if it is, or they just used it as a thing because this fucking Seth Rollins, Murphy, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe shit was going nowhere and spinning its wheels in the mud. And, and if this was a way to just get that out of the way, that's okay with me too. Yeah, probably the best thing. <laughs> like Roman Reigns cancer. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Not sad, pathetic. And now he's getting a push for WrestleMania again. We'll see if yep. the experiment worked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it will. No, no, he's already getting booed. 
exactly. Uh, and I thought I thought there was a chance with Goldberg beating the Fiend for the championship. You'd think Goldberg would be getting the heavy booze, but Goldberg didn't even come out and talk shit or nothing. He just came out and he's like, "Hi guys, who's next?" Plus, you know what? I think that Goldberg was gone long enough, and Roman Reigns was shoved down everybody's throat in the not too distant past. Yeah, I think people. I think the 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 average. WWE fan, the common viewer, if you will, probably likes Goldberg more than Roman Reigns. He's not on your throat. He is a badass. He's presented amazing. Um, he has, you know, the the numbers to back it up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. And if it's not injuries or suspensions, it's injuries. And we've got an injury report to report to your tortoise. (laughs) (laughs) 72-year-old killer Tom Brooks has been battling cancer for quite a while now. And we're about to find out who the real killer is. And has entered hospice care due to it. See, this is what real cancer looks like, kids. You know that Roman Reigns shit. (laughs) Brooks was involved in memorable matches and angles in Detroit's big-time wrestling, Georgia wrestling, and world-class wrestling, just to name a few territories. He founded the North American Wrestling Allegiance Training School in Tejas, which is still open today and is now owned and operated by some of his former students, whom the Steiner brothers had recently smashed the bones of. (laughs) And sodomized with Sharpies. (laughs) Bang TV! (laughs) You gotta love it. Oh, in all seriousness, though, we do we Don't touch the the dipping dots! It takes on a whole new... (laughs) Whoa, those dipping dots. Something else, buddy. Now we know what he was all excited about. Starting to come together. Uh, we do wish the best for Tim Brooks. Uh, yes. You know, we, we hope for either a full recovery, which at 72 seems, I mean, I'm not even going to, we don't sugarcoat it here. Seems unlikely. If nothing else, we hope for either a quick and or painless uh, passing, you know. Yes. Just as pleasant as, as as pleasant as can be possible, which I don't know how, how possible that can maybe, be. Maybe hold out till 420 and get some of Rob Van Dam strain. I think he deserves it. Yes. I think we should get a GoFundMe going. Should we start a GoFundMe? Killer can can smoke RVD's weed. (laughs) It's what he would have wanted. (laughs) Don't ask him. If he dies beforehand, we'll just have him send it to my house, okay? (laughs) I think it's what he would have wanted. Again, don't ask him. Don't ask him. (laughs) Uh, But somebody who, who knew what they wanted was Vince McMahon. And no, Vince McMahon is not on the injury report, but author Clive Cussler is because legendary he passed away author. legendary he passed away at the age of 88 and the title of his book raise the titanic inspired vince mcmahon to name his company titan sports as he loved the name when he saw it on the book he had this never heard so about the shit the titanic yeah this is so <laughs> vince mcmahon not only is it like i don't know that it's the first time he's ever heard that you know but then it's like he takes it and he doesn't even use the titanic name but a a portion of it he takes the ick off which of course titanic is in reference to being titan like 
But if he didn't know what it was, <laughs> like, he's just like, Titan, raise the Titanic. Titan sports. <laughs> like, that's so Vince McMahon. I don't, I don't know how he gets It's Vince McMahon. It's also Donald Trump. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Very, much. Very much. And you know what? You brought up Trump twice now, so I'm going to have to say it. We try not to be political. And I'm, gotta, I'm not a, I'm not a fan a of joke. A, I'm, I'm taking the shot. I I'm not a fan it. of Trump's politics. Everybody knows how I feel. And that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I don't, I don't shit on anybody just because of what their political parties are. And I give everybody credit where it's due, whether I like them or not. Let's give a big shout out to Donald Trump, who is actually finally putting an end to the war in Afghan and, and getting a treaty signed with the Taliban. We are coming to peace with the Taliban we are making an effort to bring our men home and uh, probably bring a lot of settling to the Middle East because we do so much bombing of theirs and so much killing on well, there. We'll need access land. to that, all the troops we got after the elections um, later this year. It's it, no, I think it, you got to give him credit. No, no other president who's gone through this has been able to bar, barter tr- yeah. peace with them. And I'm not saying he's Donald really good at talking to bad dudes, to though. You know what I mean? But yeah, and, <laughs> hey, you know what? In this case, that's a good thing. So yeah. I'm giving it up to him. We we shit on him for a lot of things. So I find that I'm obligated to to give it up to him when he deserves it. Wow, yeah. this is cool. Not everything he's Very done has cool. been terrible. I am I'm one to admit that. And something that I think might have no nothing. I just feel in like it. he and Vince grew up together. For the parallels I can draw between the two, like, they're super similar, and, and they're like best, and they are best friends, legitimately. You know, yeah, so. Yeah. But yeah, something that's not going to be terrible at all, probably amazing all the way down. Maybe a hiccup here and there. We don't know. Is AEW Revolution pasty the pay per view that Cody Rhodes says is going to be their WrestleMania? Quote unquote, maybe. Maybe he did say maybe. We'll, we'll see how it turns out this time before we before we stamp that in stone. If it doesn't go so well, we'll only do it once every four years. <laughs> yeah. um, but a little bit of a, a little nugget was dropped earlier this week that I thought was interesting. That um, uh, Cody and the Bucks wanted to name their TNT show AEW Revolution, and that's what they were going in for. But oh. Tony Khan shot him down. Well, TNT, Dynamite, Dynamite, it goes hand in hand. It does, and he wanted Dynamite, and they said looking back on it now that they think it was the best call, and that in um, since then when they've you know talked about what names people prefer, people say that they prefer the Dynamite over Revolution. Mm. So there you go, there you go. Oh, I remember, I remember when they first announced the All Elite Wrestling name, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of weird, because it's All Elite and not like the right. Elite or B Elite or something like that. And and now I wouldn't have it any other way. Now now if I think exactly. about those other those other possibilities, I'm like that sounds retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pardon my French, retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I was at I had to work today. I had it worked overtime. I put in a good fifty five hours this week. But the the one gal, uh, she's a Filipino guy. I love her to death. Uh-huh. Um, I call her I call her thicky thicky meow. <laughs> but um, she's a sweetheart, and she has an accent. And I'll skip past the uh, the whole her calling me a bitch over and over again, which was super fun, and I loved it. I, I love her so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
but she she was like we were talking about accents and stuff and she was at the end of this conversation she says what kind of accent do you like because they were talking about how her and a few of her other Filipino friends were talking about how they like Taiwanese accents they thought they had a really cool accent what kind of accent do you like I, <laughs> I just looked right at her and I was like Down Syndrome <laughs> she said what <laughs> I don't know where it came from I don't know how but just as soon as she said what kind of accent you like I was like down syndrome <laughs> I felt like I felt so horrible saying it but I was like god I was like you know what there's Did gotta you twirl be people your mustache? out there <laughs> I should have there's gotta be people out there there's, there's people that have a fetish for everything there's gotta be people out there that just that Down syndrome accent just gets it's be their the motor running. Next trending thing on Pornhub. <laughs> as soon as all the incest shit is blown over. Oh, I thought I just I loved that. Sorry, that was I just uh, had to say that. I'm what horrible. the fuck is wrong with the world with all this incest porn? Fuck. Just not enough. <laughs> not enough to go around. Uh, I blame the Christians. Just gonna say right? it. They made it taboo, so it's. No, they made it fun and trendy. It was Adam and Eve, and then they had We're kids, all related and then anyway. it was like Cain and Abel, and then Cain and Abel banged their mom and had more kids, and then a couple of those moms and sisters got around to those. I mean, come on. If we're buying in, we're buying in. We're going all in. And we wonder why we are the way we are in 2020. We're in British shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. So yeah, revolution. Should we snap into it? We're going to snap. We're going to snap. Let's kick it off by casting our pick for the tag team match to start the show. The Dark Order, represented by Evil Uno and Grayson, who are really the only competing members of the Dark Order so far. Uh, so those far. Jobbers, they had those jobbers have, a, have had a couple matches. I'll, I'll give them the credit. And they're going to be taking on SCU... Represented by Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. Man, CD's really been taking a back seat in AEW, which is okay, but I, I miss seeing him all the time wrestling. I do I do as well. He's one of my all-time favorites. Severely underrated. Mm. Uh, severely, severely underrated. And that's the thing. I've missed underrated. out on so many years of him. I, 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 I want to see more. Right. Uh, yeah, he's been wrestling since... Uh, Shit, ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, he's you know, yeah, married um, veteran. But I, I think right here, due to what we're we're allegedly told, or at least a tease that the exalted one behind the dark order is going to be unveiled, you almost have to assume if they don't win here, they're really screwing up. You can't, yeah. you can't have them lose and try to put over the exalted one. So, and SCU is always a good team to you know put another guy over. Yeah, and i i could see I could see people trying to justify, oh, they lose, and that causes the exalted one to come out and chastise them, and that's how we find out who they are. That's a bad idea. I'm gonna say it right. That's a bad yeah. idea. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do that. So I'm going with Dark Order. Dark Order takes this one. I think. I as well. I'm going with Dank Order. Relax the odor. Then we have um, a match that really, to me, makes this pay per view WrestleMania quality. Pac versus Orange Cassidy. And he might try. Boy, this is a definitely a, yeah, this is a definitely a, uh, we've, we've all seen, well, I don't know if we've all seen, but we all know that you can go 
online and find some Orange Cassidy matches where he, he uses his gimmick to put on some really entertaining shows. And I don't mm. mean just what his gimmick is. Like, he can do real wrestling moves, moonsaults, tope suicidas, the whole deal, you know. <clears throat> um, but if anybody's going to get a good match out of him, Pac. So what what do you think? Who are you picking? Uh, Pac is the obvious winner here. But I'm excited to see if this is where we see Orange Cassidy actually turn up and show what he knows in wrestling. Because that's something we really haven't seen in all of his matches. It's all the gimmick. It's the fun stuff. There's right. some and big AEW. moves. But I'm excited to see him turn up for minutes. You know what I mean? Like, really kick shit into high gear and still get swatted down because obviously you're not competing against Pac. No. Yeah, I, I, I hope the same thing. I hope that um, Orange Cassidy is one of the big... I'm not saying he's bad. I get the gimmick. It is, um, you have to use it sparingly, but it is yeah. a, an over gimmick. But it is definitely, we just went over two matches right now, Dark Order, Orange Cassidy. Definitely go against what Tony Khan and, and the Bucks and Cody yeah. said when they started the promotion, how it's going to be wrestling-based. We're not going to have gimmicks. We're not going to have cartoony, fun stuff like WWE. It's going to be about talent. It's going to be, well, they realized to put on a show on TV and get casual audience members. You have to do that. You have to touch all aspects. Yes. So if you're gonna go against your word, you have to do it right. And they the have, Dark they Order, have... they're coming back on. Yes. Orange Cassidy, he's kind of been treading water. They have they've, to. They've they done have a to good pull job developing him. him slowly over time. They haven't had too much on the matches. Yes, it's time to pull the cord. It's time to turn <clears throat> yeah. him up a little bit, even if it's just for one match. But yep. like. When Chris Statlander came in, they're talking about how she's an alien. They had a backstage segment where she walked up to him and they just kind of stared at each other. And then they both touched each other's fingertips like E.T. So like Orange Cassidy could be an alien. And I like that. Just that just that potentiality. Uh, This week on Dynamite, it was best friends versus Butcher and the Blade. And uh, what he Bunny got in, 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 in the ring. Orange Cassidy got in the ring. Uh, he walked up to her. They stared each other down a little bit. He went to put his hands in his pockets, and she slapped his hands away. And then she took his sunglasses off, put his sunglasses on her. He took her bunny ears off and put them on his head, and then they went on their own way. It was pretty fucking funny. That's good. That's um. They know how to use him, and that's that's key. I that's was a worried team about I want them to. That's a team I want to see them uh, put over more as yeah. Butcher and the Blade. Yes. Pepper Parks is such an amazing. Pepper Parks is such an amazing wrestler, and he's... Is that the old always, one or the young one? That's the Blade, baby. That's the okay. young guy. I like the and, Butcher. Um, he just, he, he's, he's just never... He, he's always been okay in bigger promotions and huge in the smaller promotions, and I, I'd love to see something happen. I love the gimmick. Again, it's another one of those cartoony WWE gimmicks, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not hmm. saying that. I'm saying that they have to do them right, and um, with they have the talent... And you got um, and you got Allie with them. You know the bunny. That's Allie, yeah, yeah. former Impact uh, Knockouts champion. So I hope they do something good with them. Uh, with that being said, did I ever say who I'm picking? Or I think you, you did. said you said Pac. I said Pac. I think we're moving on, right? Yes, that's a that's a trend you guys are going to notice on this one. Except <laughs> for this next match, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara in a small guys match, and this is going to be a lot of fun. It should be. Uh, I hope it is. Again, uh, we were talking before here, and Sammy Guevara is just 
I don't see it in him yet. We've seen we've seen that he has potential, yeah. but there's been a million and one wrestlers with potential that nobody remembers their name. And um, as far as AEW goes, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Sammy Guevara is going to be one of them. He's going to be the uh, he's going to be the Van Hammer of AEW. Or the, I mean, Jericho he, sees Eddie Guerrero in him, and to me, that's got to say something. You know what yeah, I mean? It says he's good at trying to sell stuff. <laughs> That's all that means. He's a good salesman. Uh, I love Darby Allen, and they've they've grossly mishandled Darby Allen. He has to win this. Otherwise, just just let him go back to the smaller indies where he's going to make an impact and people Darby's are going to get to good. enjoy his matches. I think Darby's good, and in AEW, he's, he's pretty set. Um, He does need to win matches. I don't know that this is one of them. Uh, he's actually won more matches than Sammy Guevara has been featured in. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and I think Sammy G, you pull the trigger on him. At least a little bit right now. Uh, I'm going with Sammy G. This I want Darby to win. Don't get me wrong. But I just think, I think you could go either way on this match, and I don't think anybody's hurting too much. Yeah. Um. I and do, we needed I do to think, have one answer that was different, and so I decided <laughs> it was this one. I do think that they, um, I do think they they've missed out at um, at the first time, and they have to they have to going forward somehow. They gotta they gotta tie in Darby Allen's last name with all in. They yeah. just they're missing out on that. It's right That's there. Where he wins staring the him in his face. Wouldn't that be great? Him and Mox at all in for the championship, and he somehow pulls it out. That'd be... <laughs> That'd be good. That would be, uh, and then that would be your gateway into giving like jungle Jack and, and other smaller guys a shot. Right. Or bigger guys. Cause they're coming <laughs> very soon. <laughs> uh, so then we have AEW women's championship match. Nyla Rose defending her gold against the alien Chris Statlander. And I'm very excited for this one. I, this one, this one's going to be awesome. It's Just be real, real quick, Pacey. I did check up a uh, nice thing about AEW that I love. They keep track of all the stats and everything. Yeah. Darby Allen has not won more matches than Sammy Guevara has been featured in. Darby Allen's won two matches out of five. Sammy Guevara's won two matches and lost two matches, so. Okay, and that's a singles they, record, not a tag or anything? Because I know they have different brackets for that. Um, that is that is their record uh, for singles. Darby Allen has won two out of four. And Sammy has, where are you, Sammy? Where did Sammy go? Oh, Sammy has uh been lost to so he's been featured in two so he's still okay yeah but I still fairly close but either close. way they're both not utilized to the point they should be to be to be yeah to be fair i don't care if sammy guevara wins darby allen needs to be winning that's just my personal opinion. yeah <laughs> that's what i'm going with back to the women's championship match which is yes is going to be badass it's going to be really good chris statlander has been an outstanding competitor since she came and i i have haven't got to see enough of her and, Much needed shot in the arm. And Nyla Rose is just going to be a dominant champion. It's it's hands down. We're agreeing on this one. Uh, yeah. Nyla Rose is winning it. Nyla Rose. She's probably going to be the uh, the awesome Kong that they're not getting 
I know Awesome Kong basically all but said she's retiring because she just can't handle it physically and she mm. needs to focus on acting, which makes sense. Which is sad. I love her so much and I was happy to see her come back and I marked out so hard, but I understand it. So we need we need people like Nyla Rose on there. Um, I'm just yeah. hoping it's not a squash match. I'm hoping it's not over in a few seconds. No, I don't I want think it to AEW be. is smarter than that. I don't want it to be. <laughs> Up next, pasty. We got yes. Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. I am actually fairly excited for this match. It's it's had a decent little build up with the along with the Cody MJF for just it's been good. Right. And, and Dustin hasn't disappointed yet in AEW. Yeah, and this is Not kind once. of the first time Dustin's fighting his own battle in AEW. And to me that's that's really cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Jake um doing something he's never impressed me in wwe i was never impressed with him um in his mma career i wasn't impressed with him it's I'm okay because in aw his gimmick anything. is he doesn't talk yeah he doesn't do anything right they were now, like so asking like, him questions backstage and he just stood there and stared at the camera um but i'm i'm going to i'm going to make this i'm going to predict this based on i hope that they're thinking because this is the third like major name I would say that they've brought in since they kind of started and got all their guys. Mm-hmm. They had um, they got Jake Hager, they got Wardlow. Folks, he means third WWE, and they guy. got and they got Jeff Cobb. You know what I mean? Those yeah. were all big names. And Wardlow and Jeff Cobb, they WWE'd. They said, "Oh, you weren't here from the beginning. You're losing. We don't care," which was I think wrong in both cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. Jeff Cobb isn't uh, signed to a contract, so that probably isn't wrong, but I also wouldn't have brought him in like that. Again, that's me, not them. Yeah. So I'm hoping this time there's a big name that they brought in. I hope they actually let him go over on a quote-unquote AEW original, which I know sounds weird. They haven't even been around a year or maybe just at a year now, but uh, yeah, I, I want to see Jake Hager win, which goes against, I, I prefer Dustin Rhodes. And I'd like Dustin Rhodes to win, but I think they need to start acknowledging that they need to put over other guys. Yeah, this is his debut match, and it kind of matters if he wins it or not. And it affects Jericho's whole inner circle, I think. Yes, yes. And also, I feel like if if everybody in the inner circle that's on this card wins except for Jericho, then there's like, I don't know. I feel like the inner circle would benefit if it was just... um, 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 Sammy Guevara and and proud and powerful because Jericho comes out with all these he 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 acts like he's Hispanic and and like comes out like he's one of them and obviously he's Canadian (laughs) and so it would just make sense for as soon as he's not pulling his weight for them to be like yep you're out and it's time for us to hit like you know that's cool gear I like that story (laughs) yeah And it's a good a good way to get Jericho to do something completely different than what he's been doing, which is always nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm going with Hager on this one because he needs to win. Jaking it up, yes, Jake all over your face. Then we got the AEW Tag Team Championship match, which could almost be your main event of the night. Oh, definitely could be. 
Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks, and the Young Bucks totally sunned Adam Page last week on Dynamite when they sat down and had a conversation about their upcoming match and how they're all friends. But the Young Bucks are the best tag team in the world, and they're winning those titles tonight. And there's dissent between Omega because Omega agrees with the Young or wants to be friends with the Young Bucks, and Page just wants out of the elite. And this is just, it's. It's going to be good. It's a good story. They've built up a good story. Yeah, I believe the Young Bucks are coming out victorious, and I believe Adam Page and Kenny Omega are dissolving, and that's going to lead into fun things in the future. And I like matches like that that lead into more fun things in the future. Like, that right. split off into alternate realms. That's good. See, and I, I agree with you in part of it. I think the Young Bucks win here. But I think it's not due. I think Adam Page gets a chance to turn on Kenny Omega, but I think he, he sticks it out. I feel like I feel like they can play this out a little longer, and I don't think he. Uh, I don't think the dissension happens here. I think they build it a little bit more. I'm okay uh, with it'll that it'll too. work if he turns on him here. That's mm-hmm. fine, but I I don't think I don't he does think it's during the match. I think because Kenny Omega just had that Iron Man match against Pac, he's not going to be in it hardly at all. He's going to be the one to lose it, and then Paige is going to get pissed afterwards and jump him. That's what I see coming. Sounds good. Sounds yes. good. Just to add a little clarification. Then we have the match everybody's here for. Cody versus MJF. And oh boy, I'm excited for this. I just, I love the storytelling in Cody matches. And MJF is such a good heel. And these guys are going to paint such a good picture together with Cody's blood on the canvas. This should be good. And this should be another one of those where I think, if Cody doesn't impress me on this one, I, I just stand by. He's just in the wrong position because this this needs to be a good match. And it should Rhodes be, by all accounts, it should Cody. be. Brandy Rhodes has to do it. It has to happen. I don't want it to. I don't want it to. I don't want them to. I don't want them to play this WWE crap. Just let her be Cody's woman and always Cody's woman, and she doesn't need to turn on him. I don't like it. I think this it's, works uh, so much better than Rusev and, and Lashley. I promise. And, <laughs> and Brandy, it's the one situation just, where it would work well. <laughs> Brandy just needs to just. She needs to be Miss Elizabeth. She needs to stand there. Mm-hmm. She needs to clap her hands and every now and then be a slight distraction. But she doesn't need to be in the ring. She doesn't need to talk. She doesn't. She's horrible at everything she does. Well, something needs to, to happen though, because MJF's whole purpose is to make Cody's life crumble around him. So somebody on Cody's side needs to maybe DDP, probably right. not. And um, they've already they've already made it sound like Arn would do it too much to the point where it probably ain't going to be. Him. What if he? Uh, what if he takes? Uh, what if he takes? Um, what is it? Anchor. Buckaroo? What the hell's his dog's name? I think it's Anchor. Some kind of weird dog. It's something. Um, what if he takes his dog? Remember, his, he had his dog. Uh, um, Dude, what if it's Bernard the Bear? Uh, <laughs> they still have those costumes. They've said it. Yeah. He had his dog come out to the to the ring the one time other than anyone else. That was his... Uh, that was his uh, and his dog did not want to. Much like the horse Adam Page tried to bring to. out. Man, I cannot find anything on Cody Rhodes. Or what did they? Dog. What did they? They gave uh, Chris Jericho an animal too, and the animal wouldn't come out. Like, enough with animals. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously MJF has to win this one. Yeah, there's there's no reason there's no reason for him not to. I don't honestly see how... in, in 2020, it's not a good idea to parade animals around on your arena show. No. You get too much hate for that. 
But then, Pacey, out of the uh, three could-be main events, we have the one that is slated in the main event slot, and that is your AEW World Championship, which I agree should be. I like that. Yes. For the most part, they're keeping it in the main event section. We got Chris Jericho taking on John Moxley, and for what, for me, is the most difficult to pick out of all of these. I think so, too. Because there's good reasons for each to win. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that either way, like... They're both WWE guys, isn't it? It is, and I, I have mixed feelings about it, but as far as a business decision goes... It makes sense. They're the biggest names in the They're brand. the two biggest names, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. not who I would want, not who I would pick, but that doesn't mean that my company would be on TNT or sell pay-per-views. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. We're on Spreaker and can't keep sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> so it's hard to say um what do you see here pasty uh let's go for a new tomorrow man put it on mox i'm excited to see what can come from that yeah i mean part of me says chris jericho was their first champion and i want him to hold it at least a year and john moxley is a wwe guy and he doesn't need to be taking the title from him and john moxley is doing great right now he doesn't need a championship got a lot of reasons for chris jericho to keep it at the same time chris jericho is older and more associated with wwe chris jericho this this version of chris jericho is not my favorite um i agree there um, personality just yeah. yeah just something isn't quite isn't quite there and this version of uh john moxley i love probably my favorite out of all including switchblade conspiracy back in the day uh with sammy callahan and i think moxley has so much you can just see jericho i think he really loves this he, he always has passion for it he never half-asses anything but and i don't want to try to say this you know you know he but, has that option to do something well, yeah, completely different but anytime. Moxley, you can see the fire. You can see yeah. the want. You can see that he's never been in this position, really. And I think he has that drive more than Jericho has. Mm-hmm. Not that Jericho's half-assing anything. I really don't. I really want to make that clear. I don't say that Jericho's half-assing. I just think no. Moxley has that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Moxley, let's go with Moxley. I'm yeah. happy either way, but let's go with Moxley. All right. Yes, this pay-per-view is going to come down to one match, and that's Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. That's our main event. <laughs> that's the Beef Sticks main event right there, buddy. <laughs> and we I do like have it. a tiebreaker, Pasty. Yes, yes, we do. And the tiebreaker is, uh, it's written awkwardly because I wrote it. <laughs> the question is, okay, so they're, they're going to show who the exalted one is, and they've really been pushing Christopher Daniels and Raven. At least that's what it seemed like to me. Um so I'm saying, is it one of those two that seem obvious? That's one choice. Or is it somebody else who isn't Christopher Daniels or Raven is the other choice? Yeah. So Which Pacey, is, I'll let is you it pick. Luke Harper or Matt Hardy? Those are the other two. <laughs> uh, I, you're going to let me pick? I'm going to let you pick I'm first. I'm saying someone else. Okay. So Pasty says someone else. So I'll go with, I'll go with, I mean... Christopher Daniels and Raven are the one they're pushing, so I'm not. A, I have no problem with taking them. Not that I mean, sometimes they give you a red herring, and this could easily be one of those. But mm. I would love to see it be Christopher Daniels for a few reasons. A, I love the Fallen Angel character. Yes. And we just went on earlier about how much I just absolutely adore Christopher Daniels, and I'll take him in any capacity. Second, a lot of people forget about this or don't remember this, and I know we've talked about it on the show. 
Christopher Daniels was supposed to be the higher power in the um, <clears throat> uh, Undertaker Ministry of Darkness storyline, but uh, it, to the fact to where and he actually Vince. came there and he was <laughs> he was gonna start practicing with all the guys, getting in the ring and doing everything, and Vince seen him and said, "He's too tiny," and it became Vince McMahon. I'm bigger fucker. than him. I'll do it. <laughs> so I would love to see this be like his his comeuppance, like he. he it's not as big as the Ministry of Darkness thing yeah. for sure, but it's cool, and he'll he do a still, great he job. Still make it that big though, you know what I mean? He, 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 I would it's hope a ball so. of clay to mold for whoever is the leader. For sure, for sure, and <laughs> and he can only help. The Dark Order needs something. They're definitely coming back up now. Finally, they are doing better. Mm-hmm. I will admit that, but they still need some help. They're not getting over. They they have damage control. They they're already damaged. So yeah, as great yeah, as they, they do came now. In broken. They still need help. They came and in I'll broken, think... folks. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So <laughs> there you go. There's our uh, revolution predictions. It's going to be a good show. I'm excited it's to be watch a great it. Show. I should. Be I need to. Right now. I have I to have the, the kids um, bring the Xbox back out to the living room. I haven't had the Xbox in my living room because the kids need two or three Xboxes to play fucking one game. Because Fortnite. that's how things are now. Ow! Actually, no, they they do a GTA Online is their big thing oh. now. They own like four casinos and like three arcades and like GTA Online has definitely changed since it's I last played huge. it. Holy shit. It's huge. Um, I know I've had you over a couple <laughs> times when I lived out there. Had, yeah, and it's we changed playing, since we then. We were playing <laughs> sumo with the cars on the rooftops. That's yeah, like, it's nothing like that yeah. now. It's completely like a whole thing. My disc cool. drive on my PS4 keeps breaking, so I can't play it. But, um, so they keep taking it in there. So finally yesterday I told my son, I was like, I got to work tomorrow. I want to watch AEW Dynamite. I want to watch that Iron Man match before we record tomorrow. So have the the Xbox hooked up to, in the living room before I get home tomorrow. Well, he did what I told him to. And by the time we got home, which was late because I had a lot to do today, um, the Xbox was in there, but by the time I got home, I was going to have to record in about 20 minutes, and he wanted to bring some friends over, and they took the fucking Xbox <laughs> back in the bedroom. So now I'm stuck talking to Pasty Two more and weeks. playing the shit in there. Two more weeks, you'll be able to watch it. <laughs> uh, so hopefully I can get it in here maybe tomorrow and actually watch this pay-per-view sometime this week, because I'm excited for it. Whew. You know, if you break a couple TVs, you wouldn't have this problem. (laughs) This kid acts like TVs are like napkins. The other day, he's like, Dad, we need to bring the Xbox over to to Mason's house so we can play. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I know that there's online playing and you don't have to actually go places to play games with your friends. (laughs) No, they like to be with each other and play. So then I'm like, okay, whatever, get it boxed up. He gets it boxed up because I make him take care of it. And he's like, okay, do you want to grab the TV? It's like, what? <laughs> do you want to grab the TV? It's like, what do you mean? Well, we have to bring a TV over so we can hook it up. It's like, no, you're not taking the damn TV over. I was like, we actually have a spare TV for you to do stupid shit like this, which, by the way, is ridiculous. Well, the spare TV is at mom's. Why can't I just use your TV? <laughs> what? You don't just bring... You can't just bring TVs over to people's house. These kids, I don't get what they don't Dude, understand. could you imagine them trying to do that with TVs from our day? <laughs> I, actually, I got to give him credit. 
Because I said that. I was like, when I was younger, when I was younger, we were never able to, (laughs) when I was younger, we were never able to take TVs over to our friends' houses. And he's like, dad, when you were young, you couldn't even pick a TV up. And I was like, well, yeah, that's fucking true. (laughs) But still, it's like, God damn, these kids think that they're just, oh my gosh. Can I grab the TV? Get out of here. What's wrong with you? Grab the TV. I'll grab you by the neck. <laughs> oh, Pasty, before we go, we've talked WWE. We've talked AEW. We should throw a little... Uh, we haven't talked ROH at the beginning. Let's yeah. throw a little New Japan up in the US. They haven't been in the news. Got to round out our weekly vitamins and say our prayers as we dip into the New Japan Cup. Not the Dippin' Nuts! <laughs> Uh, it was a sin that I didn't grab that audio clip this week. I feel really bad. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to just kind of go through who's in the tournament, and we're going to pick our dark horse and leave that at that. Yeah, and then whoever's wrestler gets the farthest is going to get a point on the uh, pay-per-view chart. So That's the bonus point for that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Defining yeah, it go. early so we have it the day we record. <laughs> <laughs> um. So with that being said, um, you want to go down one side and I'll go down the other. Which side do you want? Well, I am left-handed, so right. I'll go right. All right. So I'll knock out the left-handed side. We got Togi Makabe facing off against Jeff Cobb. We got Tomohiro Ishii taking on Toa Hanare. Toru Anyo taking on Chase Owens. Oh, Colt Cabana makes his way back to New Japan to take on... There's my pony. (laughs) Bullet Club's Bad Luck Fale. Fat Max boy Kazuchika Okada is taking on... Where's Tommy Dreamer? That's my guy. (laughs) We got Yuji Nagata taking on Minoru Suzuki. I feel bad for Nagata. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Juice Robinson taking on Alex Coughlin. And we round out this bracket with David Flair or David Finley. <laughs> David Flair. <laughs> that was a terrible misstep. I love it. On uh, Tony Schiavone's "What Happened When," he was asked uh, if you could if you could sit down with any wrestler, past or present, who would it be? And his answer was David Flair. And I'd ask if I could smell his fingers <laughs> because, <laughs> as most people I think maybe know, David Flair used to bang Stacy Keebler back in the day. Which, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah. Um, <laughs> David Finley is taking on Tonga Loa. That's George Clooney stuff. That's George. I know, right? Can you imagine <laughs> David Flair got George got George Clooney's woman's guts before George First. Clooney? Oh. oh, that's a lucky son of a <laughs> bitch. Bitch. Uh, bitch. Bitch. This is a madhouse. Madhouse. It's a little Norbit for you guys. Nobody ever gives that uh, movie underrated movie. Underrated movie. Oh, it's so good. I love it, and it's it's often considered one of his worst films, and I just love it. Hi, you doing? My favorite part of the whole movie is when he's in the basement, scream whispering <laughs> at her. It's so good because I've been in that position so many times in my life. <laughs> I love it. It's good. Uh, so I guess we got to do my side now, huh? 
I guess you have to. We got Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Chai T. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Kota Ibushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. and probably the f- best opening round match of the card. Right. Mikey Nichols versus Sonata. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> Will Ospreay taking on Shingo Bingo Boingo Takagi. Uh, Hiro Yoshi Tenzan. These names are all the same in different orders. Yoshihashi, Carl Fredericks, and Frederick Carlson. You know, Carl Fredericks takes on Kenta. Satoshi Kojima takes on Evil. And Hiroki Goto takes on Yuruhiro Takahashi. Aren't you glad you picked that side, Pasty? I am. <laughs> it was like reading the same thing over and over again. Why do they? <laughs> it's just funny. Because uh, your side wasn't like that. It's <laughs> yeah, I let you pick your side. <laughs> Every you Hashi. Side. This, is, this is the Hashi Brown bracket. So, I feel like a was... terrible person now, too. Just, yeah, I know it was it was very I'm racist. Bad. I wasn't going to point it out, but it was very. Uh, racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault they did it that way. Is there oh. any Hashis on your side? No, <laughs> no, none. To be fair, you only have one Hashi. Tanahashi. There's a, there's a few <laughs> but uh, okay. Um, and Yoshi's. Yo, and then Yoshi Hashi. Got, got, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a Yoshi. There's <laughs> Hashi. There's Hiro Yoshi. There's Yoshi Hashi. There's Hashi Mashi. Okay, okay I'm, I'll take it back. <laughs> I'll take it back. You got the, you got the Hashi Yoshis. I got Jay White. Chase Owen, <laughs> Jeff Cobb. You tried to give me <laughs> that side. <laughs> yeah, I let you pick, man. You dug your own grave up with him. Oh man. So with that out of the way, who, who's your who's your picks, buddy? Um, who do you got? Uh, who do you think's gonna take it, and, and at least hope goes farther than who I'm gonna take? I got two ideas for myself. I already got my guys locked in. So if you take one of mine, I'm going the other. But then it'll be like, ooh. So I get two guys, one from each side. Well, no, you get one guy. Who do you okay, think's gonna well, go farther than you? Guys. you no, I mean, I got, two, I got, you get two I got, guys, but I get one guy. You get the choice. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Two girls at the same time. <laughs> All right, what do we got? What do you got? Pick a guy. Uh, Kenta. All right, that was one of the guys I had. So I'm going to go with my. I other knew it was. Pick. I zeroed in on it. I'm like, that's one of them. My other pick is Sonata. I was going to say that one too. So, they, well, they're, they're I also of... part of me wanted to say Jay White because if he's going to do something, it would be right now, right? Uh-huh. But I'm I'm going with Kenta because there's a lot of people that could be for sure, um and. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people it could be. Mm. It could easily be Jay White. So is this just a cup, be, and then nothing comes be. from it, or is there something after um, the cup? Like they'll, they'll get to face, they'll get to face the um, 
IWGP heavyweight champion. Well, the, they have to actually get to wrestle for both the IWGP yes. heavyweight and intercontinental championship. Well, Kenta just did that though, didn't he? Correct. But that, it's uh, it's New Japan. He could still yeah. do that. Yeah, they'll do it it's 20 times, I'm sure. But... Exactly. And then David Finley's another one. He's just so fast. He stands out to me a lot. Yeah, so, Jeff Cobb could easily make it. Like you yeah. said, uh, Cole I, think, Cabana. I think Chase Owens could have. Cole, Cole Cabana, Cabana could. <laughs> Okada's always in the running for uh-huh. that. I mean, the, the the thing about the thing about one of these things is like it can always be a, a an up and comer that you don't expect because they want it through a tournament. Yeah, you know, so the chances, you know, so that you always have a little asterisk on there. It could be anybody. Could be Shingo Takagi. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Evil go all the way. Yeah, yeah, Evil would be good. Coda, uh, shit, let bad luck fall ego, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's got tenure there for sure. Hell yeah. For sure. Goto, Goto's got tenure, like mm. hell. But I'll, I'll definitely be keeping my eye on both Jay White and David Finley to make some moves here. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. I mean, you, you have to be a diehard to be able to watch all of these. There's no way I can I can do it. Yeah, I, got, that's I can barely watch I don't. I can't barely watch seventh, the seventh show. The eighth, the ninth, the tenth, the twelfth, the thirteenth, fourteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. Man, it's March Madness. Twentieth and twenty-first. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Man, is March Madness even this bad? No. Uh, who watches NBA? Honestly, I I actually did when I worked at the casino. Oh, well, well, then you answer me. <laughs> is March Madness this bad? <laughs> I think it's, isn't it 12 and it goes to the final four, I think. I couldn't so, tell you. So it's, it's less than this. Okay. Maybe. But it is March Madness. It's probably all month. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows. It's a mystery of life. Magnets, how do they work? <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's a great way to end the show, I think. Magnets, <laughs> how do they work? Yoshihashi. <laughs> Pasty, it has been great. It has been fun. It's been a blast. Um, reminder to all those pick, out there. Right? That should just it should be my pick to redeem myself. <laughs> Yoshihashi. <laughs> Does that mean anybody with the name Yoshi or Hashi can win? I, <laughs> well, I like that might choice. Have, you might be onto something there, right? <laughs> you could be onto something there. Could be Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, they sneak that Hiroyoshi. one in there. In that one, it's really hidden. You have to look for it. Right? But he hits both of them. <laughs> the Yoshi and the Tanahashi. <laughs> I'm a bad person. Don't but you Jerry. all laugh too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're bad people too. Yes. Think about that all week, and we'll talk about it next week, folks. No, we won't. We don't really talk about what happened last week on this show ever. <laughs> Very rarely. We don't uh, like to bring up bad memories. <laughs> but this was a fun one, and we look forward to next week when we can bring to you the results of Revolution. <laughs> <laughs>